everyone in this class we'll try to learn about neuron neuron is a structural and functional unit of nervous system the term neuron is used to describe the nerve cell and its processes the dendrites and the axon if you see the structure of the nerve cell it carries a, i mean it is made up of cell body that is soma or perikaryon there are various sizes and forms they can be stellate round pyramidal or fusiform its principal constituents are similar to a generalized cell however after fixation with a special stains its cytoplasm also reveals presence of nissels granules or bodies these are the base of elic granules composed of many thin parallel arranged membrane bounded cavities or cistern which are covered by many minute particles consisting of ribose nucleoproteins that is rna with proteins granule size and number varies with physiological condition of the cell neurofibrillae these are the fine threads 6 to 10 nanometers in diameter and of variable length they traverse the cytoplasmic uh, matrix forming a loose framework of fibrils in the cytoplasm there is no centriole which indicate that the highly specialized nerve cell lost its power of division nerve cell once destroyed are replaced merely by neuroglia cells which supports the nerve cell dendrites there are five to seven processes extending out from the cell body and arborize extensively after they leave the cell they also contain nissels granules mitochondria and neurofibrillae uh, they are the receptive processes of the neuron impulse can impulse can be transmitted from one dendrite to another in the central nervous system axon it's also called as axon cylinder or nerve fiber it originates from the thickened area of the cell body which is called as axon hillock in which there is no nissels granules cytoplasmic fluid occupying the center of the axon is known as axoplasm the cell membrane enveloping the cytoplasm is also continued on the axon as axolemma axon vary from few microns in length uh, to as long as 90 cm axon is the single elongated cytoplasmic extension with the specialized function of conducting impulses away from the cell body synaptic knobs they are also called as terminal buttons and or axon telodendria the axons divide into terminal branches each ending uh, in a number of synaptic knobs they contain granules or vesicles in which synaptic transmitter secreted uh, by the nerve is stored myelogenesis neuroma or sheath of schwann uh, has got a cell schwann cells which takes part in the deposition of myelin sheath around the axon a process called myelinogenesis myelination of axons in the central nervous system is by the oligodendrocytes one oligodendrocyte send processes up to 40 axons and forms the myelin around them so this is structure of typical neuron consist of cell body axon and terminal buttons you can see the fine uh, the granules nissels granules and the axon hillock the axon which are covered by the the myelin sheath in in between you can see the node of raniver uh, 
and the terminal buttons. Glial cells, they are also called as neuroglial cells. Glial means glue, these are the cells which support the nerve cells. Glial cells are very numerous, they are approximate 10 times as many glial cells as neurons. Unlike the neurons, glial cells are capable of multiplying by mitosis. The glial cells are of three types, the microglia, astrocytes and oligodendrocytes. Microglia are the phagocytic cells uh, that phagocytosize the uh, microbes which enter the central nervous system from meninges and blood vessels. Astrocytes are found throughout the brain joining the blood vessels and investing synaptic structures, neural bodies and neural processes. Their important function uh, is uh, in the role of uh, supporting the cells, neurons, transport mechanisms, inflammatory and reparative reactions and also helps the formation of the blood-brain barrier. They also help in maintaining optimal concentration of the ions and neurotransmitters, especially glutamine in the brain neurons. Whereas oligodendrocytes, these are the cells that form myelin around uh, within the cell, within the central nervous system. The exons in the central nervous system do not have a Shawn cells. Orthodromic and antidromic conduction impulses normally pass in one direction only that is from synaptic junction or receptor along the exon to their termination. Such conduction is called as orthodromic conduction. Conduction in the opposite direction is called as antidromic conduction. It is seen in the sensory nerve fibers supplying the blood vessels. These are the different neuroglial cells. See astrocytes, the oligodendrocytes and the microglia. So microglia they help in the phagocytosis whereas oligodendrocytes they help in the myelin formation you can see the, the, the branches and astrocytes they provide nutrition support and helps in the formation of the blood-brain barrier. Nerve fibers types and their function. The nerve fibers classified based on Erlanger and Gasser classification. They have been divided into A, B and C groups and A group is further divided into A alpha, beta, gamma and delta fibers. There is also numerical classification uh, which is used for classification of sensory neurons which is based on their origin of nerve fibers. There is also physioclinical classification it has uh, which has a clinical as well as physiological significance, significance and is based on the sensitivity to hypoxia, pressure and anesthetic agents. So this table shows the erlanger gasser classification you can see they've been divided into a b and c fibers a further divided into a alpha beta gamma and delta where uh, the classification is mainly based on the diameter of the nerve fibers and velocity of conduction the diameter gradually decreases as from a, a alpha to c fibers and the velocity of conduction is also going to decrease as they come from A alpha to C fibers. A alpha, they are proprioceptors and somatic motor. A beta, they carries a touch pressure. They are also motor fibers. A gamma, 
uh, is a motor to the muscle spindles a delta carries pain cold touch sensation beta are the preganglionic fibers of ans c fibers they are the uh, they carry pain temperature and some mechanoreception and reflex responses whereas c fibers they are postganglionic sympathetic fibers the numerical classification is on the the origin one a fibers they originate from muscle spindle that is anulospiral endings one b from golgi tendon organs two fibers from muscle spindle that is the flower spray endings touch and pressure sensors three is uh, the origin from the receptors of pain and temperature and some from touch uh, and pressure receptors as well as four from the pain and other receptors there is a clinical physioclinical classification where they are classified based on the sensitivity to hypoxia pressure and uh, the local anesthesia the b fibers they are more susceptible for hypoxia and uh, the c fibers they are least susceptible for hypoxia whereas the a fibers they are most susceptible for pressure c fibers they are more sensitive for the local anesthetics this table gives the difference between myelinated and unmyelinated nerve fibers in myelinated multiple layers of schwann cell membrane makes myelin formed by coiling of membrane many times around the axon whereas uh, in unmyelinated axons are simply surrounded by the schwann cells without a wrapping of the myelin myelinated fibers uh, the they have a faster conduction of nerve impulses that is al almost 50 to 100 times than the unmyelinated because of the saltatory conduction that is the jumping of impulses from one node of uh, ranivere to another node of ranivere in unmyelinated you can see the slower conduction of the impulses uh, as uh, it is a continuous process due to the lack of myelination some of the example for myelinated fibers are all preganglionic fibers and nerve fibers in the somatic nervous system and uh, for unmyelinated all postganglionic fibers of uh, autonomic nervous system and the nerve fibers in somatic nervous system less than 1 mm in diameter coming to degeneration and regeneration of the nerve fibers when a nerve fiber is injured sufficiently the part of distal to the injury dies some changes in the proximal part are also seen the entire process is known as degeneration which is also called as valerian degeneration after valer who described it some of the common causes of injury are transaction crushing injuries injection of toxic or poisonous substance to the nerve ischemia or interference in the blood supply hyperpyrexia that is increase in the body te temperature can lead to uh, injury the grading of the injury is based on uh, sunderland so they are called as first second third fourth and fifth degree injury first degree injuries where i mean it is most commonly seen and is secondary to ischemia caused by direct uh, pressure to a nerve or uh, for a limited time ischemia produces local anoxia with a temporary impairment of the nerve function it gets corrected within hours or uh, to few weeks because of the axon is not destroyed 
but merely loses functional properties for a short time second degree injuries it occurs because of the prolonged or severe pressure damages the nerve fibers at the pressure point and eventually causing the death of axon locally and distally third degree injuries where there is endoneural tubes becoming interrupted and the fourth degree injuries where the fascicles becomes disorganized and fifth degree injuries where uh, through and through cutting of the nerve fiber occurs that is in in case of complete transaction the degenerative changes occur at three levels the changes that can be seen in the nerve cell body changes that seen in the distal stump and changes that seen at the site of injury series of degenerative changes the change in the nerve cell body begin within 48 hours of injury there you can see the chromatolysis the nissels granules they disintegrate the golgi apparatus mitochondria and neurofibrils are fragmented and they disappear cell draws more fluid and become round the nucleus increases in size and move to the periphery the changes in the distal lump begin within 24 hours of injury the axis cylinder breaks into short segments and few days later uh, and little debris is left then myelin sheath breaks up more slowly than the axon into small oily droplets it occurs in two stages the physical destruction uh, occurs up to 8 to 10 days and the chemical destruction starts on the 8th day and goes till 32 days the nucleus of the shorn cell starts multiplying mitotically which fill up the endoneural tubes macrophages from endoneurium starts phagocytosizing debris of the axis cylinder and myelin sheath once the debris is cleared shorn cells cytoplasm starts proliferating and it fills up the endoneural tubes changes in the site of injury that is shorn cell differentiate into thin elongated cells mainly from the distal end and very little from the proximal end it can bridge up to the gap of 3 cm and the rate of progress of the growth is around 1 to 2 mm per day there can also be regenerative changes a degenerated nerve may regenerate provided there is a neurolemmal sheath in places where the neurolemma is absent there can be no regeneration nerve fibers of central nervous system therefore once degenerated never regenerate as these nerves have no neurolemma the degenerative and regenerative process go side by side the changes in the nerve cell body begins uh, at around 20 days and is completed within 80 days the nissels granules and golgi apparatus gradually reappear cell uh, regains its normal size and nucleus returns to its central position and the repair of cell may even occur if the axon does not regenerate the changes in the distal stump uh, and at the injury uh, is accordingly occurs axis cylinder from the proximal stump elongates and then grows out in all the direction as rounded pseudopods like structures called fibrils towards the distal stump each axon gives rise 
gives rise to 500 uh, 100, 50 to 100 fibrils which are guided by strands of Schwann cells into distal ends of the endoneural tubes two to three weeks after the nerve section the distal endoneural tube contains varying number of developing fibrils eventually all the fibrils renovating one tube uh, degenerate except one which uh, thereupon progressively gets enlarged to fill the tube. To begin with, the rate of growth is around 0.25 millimeters per day, but once it enters the distal sum, the rate of growth becomes 3 to 4 millimeters a day. As it grows uh, deeper down, the rate of growth further increases because of the mechanical conditions for the regeneration are more suitable than those in a cut nerve end. In approximately 15 days, Sean cell filling the endoneural tube starts lying down the myelin sheath around the successful fibril which is completed by one year. Increasing the fiber diameter takes place very slowly and the final diameter is attained is 80-85% of the normal. It is limited by the diameter of the distal tube and the size of the parent nerve cell. Therefore, functional recovery is is not full uh, which takes a longer time and may be associated with a different complication if it does not reach its own cut stump. That is why therefore motor, new, new, uh, motor nerve recovery may be complete but for a mixed nerve it is rarely so. So this diagram showing the the degenerative and regenerative changes when the axon is severe the distal part degenerates and it is called as valerian degeneration and you can see some changes in the cell body also where the nissels granules they disintegrate okay and the degeneration and regeneration they occur parallelly the the stump it starts uh, uh, giving pseudopods there will be plenty and one pseudopod or fiber will be able to successively uh, penetrate into the the neuronal cells i mean if the neural neural lemma is uh, intact okay and which uh, eventually grows and it it is going to reach to the target end and uh, it, it 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 completely regenerates degeneration hypersensitivity when the motor nerve to skeletal muscle is cut and allowed to dis degenerate the muscle becomes extremely sensitive to acetylcholine this phenomenon is referred as denervation hypersensitivity or supersensitivity and it is seen in smooth muscles also smooth muscles unlike skeletal muscles do not atrophy when denervated but it becomes hyper responsive to the chemical mediators that normally activates it Hypersensitivity is limited to the structure immediately innervated by the destroyed neurons. For example, the response of the denervated iris. If the postganglionic sympathetic fibers to one iris are cut in an experimental animal and after several weeks, if norepinephrine is injected intravenously, the denervated pupils dilate, dilates widely. Uh, a much smaller, less prolonged response is observed in the intact side. Some of the causes for de degen 
denervation hypersensitivity or synthesis and activation of more receptors there is an increase in the area of muscle membrane sensitive to acetylcholine and acetylcholine receptors of uh, fetal gamma subunits appear in the orthograde degeneration that is valerian degeneration part distal to cut degenerates retrograde degeneration of the axons is towards nearest collateral so this is diagram showing denervation hypersensitivity where receptors becomes uh, sensitive to circulating uh, the neurochemicals and uh, there there you, you can see the increased response because of the increased number of uh, the receptors which are sensitive to a neurotransmitter this is in brief about the neurons thank you